It's the Can I Be Earnest podcast. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Felt like starting the morning off, starting the day off with a little love song intro. Hopefully there's no copyright infringements, uh, just playing a, a snippet. But uh, it's one of those days. It's a feel-good day. Just had a uh, nice uh, cup of coffee. As I present yet another podcast for those who are interested. The weekend is here. Weather's looking pretty good. Might be a beach weekend, to be uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Got to get as many in as I can. Because we all know, we all know what the month, the the future months ahead uh, will reveal. So we'll try to enjoy uh, some sun and and relaxation uh, over these next few weeks. At the gym yesterday, uh, still struggling. Still struggling to find tunes uh, to, to work out to. I found myself working out to uh, in sync, circa nineteen ninety eight, tearing up my heart. Don't ask me any questions. Don't ask me. Just don't ask me. Just just don't. Keep in mind, I'm 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 really in tune with my with my music. Uh, how many of you uh, out here dance to? Uh, I'm not dance, but work out to in sync. Any takers? I I can't be the only one. Now, that was mixed in with a little mob deep. Eye for an eye with uh, Nas, 1995. Nice little balance, a little in sync, a little mob deep, Queensbridge, New York. Okay. That's what we do here. That's what we do. That's what we do on this podcast. You can't box us in. You won't be able to figure a guy like me out. And I don't want you to figure me out. I want you to be just as perplexed as I am at times. I mean, what, you know, what interest is is it if I listen to the same, you know, pump me up type of music? Oh, who needs to listen to that all the time? Yes, throw a little spring, a little in sync in there, a little LFO. It's funny stuff, man. I'll tell you, I'm in the gym, you know, regular attire, grew my beard out a little bit. I'm I'm looking like a guy that just, you know, just finished writing a book. By the way, I just did. It's due August 28th. You had to know I was going to throw that in there. Can I be earnest? But I'm in there hat backwards. You know, I'm just serious face. And in my headphones, Justin Timberlake. Go figure. <laughs> anyway, on this podcast, we're going to be kind of random today. Uh, you know, I'm going to speak this into existence. I just purchased a scratch-off ticket for the first time in quite some time. And uh, I was the winner of a $10 scratch-off. Uh or prize. And I'm just wondering to myself, you know, how many people out here are secretly living okay lives financially 
based on lotto earnings. And when I say okay, you know, I'm not talking about the big jackpots, the 500 million Powerballs and, 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 and Mega Millions. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this simple $50,000 prize uh, uh, winnings, um, uh, win for life cards where you can get up to maybe five grand a month, uh, you know, gross. That's that's gross. So, of course, when Uncle Sam gets his, you know, hands in your uh, pot, that five thousand can easily turn to about three grand a month. But hey, listen, I'll take it three grand a month for the rest of your life. I'll take that. If you choose to work a part time gig, so be it. But three grand, three grand a month. Uh, you can survive off that. Uh, you know, of course, based on family situation, uh, if you have a house full of, you know, the Brady Bunch kids, uh, you may want to work or hopefully you have a significant other as well. But, you know, in a case like me or for a case like me, I mean, five grand a month would be sweet, would be sweet. But I won ten dollars and uh, I was quite happy. It gave me hope. I mean, how many of you out here play this? And I know it's a crapshoot. Some people see this as just a, a, a way for the government to, you know, uh, uh, just 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 take money out of our pockets. The lotto is like a you know an illusion to many. Again, I'm not talking about the big pots. I don't deal with the big pots. I don't really have much interest. I, I've seen how this system works. You know, uh, you know the money, uh, the pot, pretty much thickens uh over the over the course of a few months uh when there's no winners and then they get it to about three four hundred mil and then everybody it's like a frenzy everybody's like oh i gotta go play the ticket and you know office pools and you, you're donating your dollar to the pool and you know it jumps up to 800 million and 700 million and then there's one winner maybe two in a country would you know who I don't even know how many people are in this this country. 300 million, 300 million plus as an estimate. We get two winners for a jackpot of like six, seven hundred million. It's unfair. It's silly. It, there should be more millionaires when the pot's like that. You gotta find a way to split the pot. I'm sorry. There's no way two people or one person should have seven hundred million dollars handed to them. Give or take. A, you know, a few hundred million based on taxes. It's just not right. But all of us were out here going nuts. Oh, let me get a, you know, a $10, you know, a lotto ticket on these numbers. And, you know, you have numbers you've dreamt of and, and family members, birth dates and years. And, you, you, you know, you're doing everything. I've seen my, my, you know, family members do this. You know, dreaming numbers and getting their lottos uh, cards and circling numbers and crossing their fingers and toes and and womp, womp, womp. Not a damn number, not one. So I don't deal with it. Give me a scratch off any day of the week. I'll take my little ten dollars right now and, uh, you know, who knows? Head over to uh, I don't really buy much from these stores these days, but, you know. I'll, it'll grow. That $10 is going to be $100 soon. And one of these days, I'm going to get that win for life. That win for life would be awesome. But how many of you out here play scratch-offs and have successful stories with it? I mean, now they're selling them in, you know, 
kind of like vending machines in certain convenience stores in my area. Uh, so, you know, I've seen them for as much as $30. I have yet to purchase a $30 scratch off. I think 20 has been the most. Uh, I'm really reconsidering that whole thought process as far as purchasing tickets are concerned. Um, I'm thinking about making this a monthly thing. I've spent money on worse. I've spent money on worse. I mean, from A to Z. I don't think it'll hurt to get a little scratch off activity uh, into my routine. And hey, you never know. That's what they say. Right. Oh, boy. So we, we, you know, we're winding down. Uh, Football season. You know, approaches. I'm not thrilled. Big football fan. But I don't like football being forced in my face in the summertime. And I understand the dynamics this is the time of year where they, you know, training camps start and teams try to, you know, figure out their rosters. Uh, you know, it's August 3rd. This is the norm. The season will start in September, as it always has. But I'm still in baseball mode. When it's 90 degrees out, football is the last thing I'm thinking about. So it's it's tough for me to turn on the TV as a sports fan and watch how they shift from America's pastime to basically America's game right now. Because football is it. It's sad. It's actually sad to me uh, to watch it, to watch how everything, you know, transpires. Uh, I'm still in baseball mode despite my, you know, subpar fantasy baseball season. Uh, again, I don't have any rooting interest in the real sport right now. Uh, you know, there's several teams I, I pull for, but once my season ends in about four weeks, unless I make some miraculous run, which is still very possible. But once that season ends, baseball kind of ends for me. So I'll watch the games. Uh, but I'll tune it out until the latter part of September once I see who the teams are in the playoffs. And then I'll proceed by watching playoff games. But um, it's just tough watching the football players running around in July and August. I don't care. And I know I'm in the minority in that because a lot of football people are, are you know, pretty much rubbing their hands right now. They can't wait because they hate baseball. So this is it. You get a nice September to what December run in, in football. Playoffs are pretty much throughout January and in February you get your Super Bowl. It's a short season. So I understand the anticipation from the fans. I understand the anticipation from from fantasy football players. I get it. It's good times. It's fun times trying to figure out your roster for the, for the upcoming season, trying to figure out if your team, uh, your real team. Uh, of, of rooting interest, you know, can make a nice run uh, to the playoffs. You know, me being a Jets fan, uh, the team had a pretty decent year last year, and they kind of fell off uh, in the in the second half of the year. 
they've made some moves. They've drafted a quote-unquote franchise quarterback. So it'll be interesting. And I won't get into depth on football again because I'm just not in the mood. Uh, and, and that time will come at some point in the fall. But um, I get it. So this is not really to knock you football lovers out here. It's just, again, a little disheartening to see baseball uh, get put to the back seat for football. A sport that has pretty much changed since I was a kid. Uh, the rule changes have really done a, a disservice to the sport. Uh, and, and it's just not the same. It's just not the same. Uh, and I get why they had to make changes. They had to do something. It was getting ugly. The amount of incidents off the field with these players, you know, uh, uh, murders happening with certain certain players and former players, uh, you know, brain damage. Uh, you had movies being made about the concussions, uh, you know, a movie that Will Smith starred in, uh, you know, the NFL had to do something. But in the process, the sport has changed. The hard hitting has declined significantly. The offense has risen. Records are being broken left and right offensively. Records that I, I just never thought was, you know, was possible to break. And I get the old adage, you know, records are made to be broken. But I mean, I've, you know, I'm seeing stats from quarterbacks that I've never seen before. Video game stats, John Madden football stats. That's not cool to me. I don't need to see a quarterback throwing five touchdowns and, you know, throwing you know for 500 yards on a Sunday uh, afternoon. I just don't need to see that. It's, it's great for fantasy purposes. Awesome. When you got that quarterback going for your fantasy team, it's, it's, it's sweet. I play fantasy football uh, throughout, you know, every, every now and then it's really uh, daily fantasy that I play. Uh, so I don't really have a team for the season. I just pretty much pick my players on FanDuel or DraftKings, and, and I do stuff like that. So it looks good. But the sport, it's watered down. I'm sorry. It's just not the same. So maybe the XFL, Vince McMahon's uh, baby, uh, which is probably, I think, about a year and a half away, two years away, maybe they'll give the NFL a run for its money, switch a few things up. We'll find out. When I return, I want to discuss a topic that has been a thorn to my side for quite some time. It'll be brief, it'll, it'll be brief but you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to go in. Enough is enough. It's Ernest K. Can I be Ernest podcast? Hey, listen. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. I was already in a pissy mood a few podcasts ago based on a uh, 
a personal incident on my on my side. Uh, it really, really threw me for a loop. Until I came across an item today, a news item today, concerning Detroit Pistons forward Blake Griffin. For those who are not in tune with their basketball, uh, Blake Griffin previously played for the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, he has been uh, known as a thunderous dunker throughout his career. Uh, having jumped over a car in the slam dunk contest a few years ago and, and winning uh, that contest. He is a recognizable face throughout the league. He's uh, been quite injury prone, but has a lot of upsides and, 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 and has been a fairly decent player uh, over the years. Has a whole lot of room to grow, and, and, and he's, again, one of the prominent names, uh, young names in the league. But apparently, he was ordered uh, by a Los Angeles Superior Court to pay $258,000 a month toward child support. That is insane. Listen, I totally understand He's a multimillionaire. He's probably made close to $100 million in his career. I totally understand. I do. But, you know, it, you know, it, when do we draw the line? When? Like, do we ever sit back and think, okay, okay. And when I say we, I'm talking about the court system. Do we ever sit back and think this is ridiculous? Like, what are we doing? What What are we really doing? And I know there's a lot of single parent moms out there that are probably applauding this judge uh, based on personal experiences. They could be, you know, hey, listen, you know, it costs to, to take care of a kid and it shouldn't all fall on the mother and da da da. da. I totally understand. Your argument is is uh, understood loud and clear. But $258,000 a month towards a child. Stop it. I, I'll probably never see that in my lifetime. I don't know how, how old his kid is. But if a child needs that type of money to maintain a living then what does that say for an adult when there's responsibility involved? So when a child is born, aside from food and, and, and clothes and pampers and things of that nature, what am I contributing that warrants that amount per month out of my pocket? Somebody tell me. Please. I was on the other end of, of, of receiving payments uh, as a child. It wasn't close to that total. Not at all. Somehow my mom made it. My grandmother made it. But it wasn't close. 
What child in this world needs 300 grand roughly each month for crying out loud? This is insane. I can't even find a word to use because I'm numb to this, to these stories. This judge woke up on the wrong side of the bed and said, screw it. You're a multimillionaire. You can handle it. It's not about that. Where's the principle? I understand. Listen, he could be an unfit dad. He could be a deadbeat. He could be a, 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 a again, all speculation. I have no proof, but he could be the scum of the earth as a father. He could be. I don't know. But even still. $258,000 a month for child support. You've got to be kidding me. Oh boy. It, it just, it just never ends. This needs to be discussed. And by the way, I talk about this in, in the book. This needs to be discussed. There has to be some type of template. State law, federal law. I don't care. There, there needs to be discussion. We can't continue to go on with this. We can't. Is that child really getting that money? Because the intent, I'm sure, the mom's thinking, oh, well, I got to, you know, pay for his uh, or his or her college fund. Or, you know, so you're already assuming college is going to be in the future. And 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 uh, I need this money because this is the lifestyle we were living when we were together. And now that we're we're apart, how do I maintain the life? You don't need to maintain the lifestyle. The child needs to be supported without question. So this is not an argument about not paying child support. If there's if the parents aren't together, yes, both parties have to contribute in some way financially. Uh, one's going to assume that the mom is 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 the primary finance uh, uh, caretaker, and that's and that's normally the case. And so yes, the father should contribute in some capacity. But how does a judge dictate that amount? How? You can't logically give me an answer on this. You, you can't. You, I, I don't think I can accept an answer. Because it doesn't make sense. I don't care if he's making, you know, the Rothschilds, you know, of the world type of money. Bill Gates money. I don't care. Even if he's a, a, a scumbag of a dad. That amount is close to half a million dollars a month. So it's a child. You got to be kidding me, man. Listen, let's. I, I've got to get off this topic. Here I am talking about a win for life card and hoping to one day be the earner of a $5,000, uh, 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 you know, I don't know. I don't know what you call this, but earner, a $5,000 earner a month through a scratch off. Here I am crossing my fingers that that can happen and it will happen one day. But, you know, 5000 I mean, $5, a month for me and I'm excited. Can you imagine the excitement if this kid knew, hey, listen, I'm getting a $258,000 check next month from dad. 
it blows my little measly card out the window. Unreal. The rich just get richer. These, the, you know, again, I won't go on the uh, on a, on a female uh, tirade right now because it's not about that. But you got to pick them wisely. You got to. I don't get these athletes who just, and this is going to be the next conversation, best believe. But I don't get these athletes who impregnate women so soon in their careers because this is the result. You have to be smart. You're entering the league. You're famous. People are watching. Because these same women weren't chasing you when you were a, a, a nobody back in Oklahoma, his hometown. They weren't, bruh. I'm, I'm sure they weren't. You might have had a couple girlfriends here and there, but they weren't after you like this. And you fell for the banana uh, uh, in the tailpipe. You fell for it. We all have. But some of us aren't paying 258000 a month. But you make the money, bro. You make it, so I'm sure you can handle it, but no one's going to tell me that this doesn't sting because money runs out if you don't uh, invest wisely. Man, this hurts my this hurts my heart just to read this story. I digress. The pod, uh, the podcast will continue shortly. I have an array of topics to discuss, which I will soon until then does anybody want to hear a little sarah uh can i can i get a name right for once please let's see if we can get a little sarah going here if i can't i don't think i'll be able to but if i if i can't we'll start off next podcast with more love song that's become my favorite song, although it's about 10 years old. I had no idea. That's That, that just proves to you how, how out of it I've been on the music scene. I know nothing. Anyway, we'll talk again. <laughs>